Good morning, listeners. I'm Joe Walkles, and I'm joined today with Jacob Spredeman, my co-host. And today, we'll be spending some quality time together talking about some of the environmental problems with modern-day society. Today's episode is Waterworks. We'll be researching and debating over the topic of water quality and how water should be protected and maintained throughout the world. Today's podcast goes over a wide variety of topics throughout the problem of water quality. These topics include point versus non-point source pollution, major types of water pollutants, ways and areas pollution affect ecosystems, and how to reduce our water footprint. Let's jump straight into our first topic of point versus non-point source pollution. Point solution is a major way in which water quality is affected by human waste. Point source pollution is a type of pollution that comes directly into the environment from a defined area. Some examples of point source pollution include smokestack, discharge, pipes, and drainage ditches. These direct sources of pollution cause a lot of damage to our ecosystems and destroy the water quality of high-quality and well-maintained water sources. The United States Environmental Protection Agency shares that when a body of water is directly affected by point source pollution, there's a high chance that the water will be damaged beyond repair. This means that if we don't reduce our direct point source pollution, the United States, along with the entirety of the world, will run out of fresh and usable water. That's an absolutely wonderful point you made there, Jacob. And this ties directly into non-point source pollution. Non-point source pollution is a type of pollution resulting from many sources, which is the opposite of point source pollution, which comes from a single and main source. Non-point solution is very damaging to the environment and especially to the water quality. Some examples of this non-point source pollution include fertilizers, herbicides, gas emissions, fossil fuels, and agricultural runoff. This type of pollution is very damaging to our quality of water as it cannot be stopped by cutting off one source. This type of pollution is a leading factor when it comes to the destruction of our water quality because of the tremendous amount of pollution that is traced back to each source. This shows exactly how the pollution from both point source pollution and non-point source pollution can damage and destroy the water quality of any body of water that is exposed to these pollutants. On the topic of pollutants, there are several major types of water pollutants. These major types include fertilizers like herbicides and pesticides, inorganic material such as the discretion of heavy metals like zinc, copper, and mercury, and macroscopic pollutants such as litter that take years to break down. The fertilizers are results of agricultural runoff and can come in large amounts. Inorganic material discretion is found and caused by landfill leaching, and macroscopic pollutants come from almost anywhere, from homes to landfills to factories. Almost everywhere and anywhere is found to have macroscopic pollutants. Now these pollutants can affect the environment in many different ways. This is correct. To go in more depth, let me explain. Fertilizers are a huge problem for pollution when it comes to water quality. When fertilizer is introduced into bodies of water, there can be a huge algal bloom. Through this algal bloom, the increase in eutrophication leads to the increase of nutrients being used and can take away from the water. This ultimately leads to destroyed water quality and habitats. The discretion of heavy metals is another great example of pollutants that can damage water quality. 
On water is affected by the leaching of metals. The water is exposed to neurotoxins that are unsafe for drinking and to use. Just like in Flint, Michigan, a public health state of emergency had to be issued because the water quality was so bad due to the leaching of lead. The increased neurotoxin can kill off and destroy ecosystems in a matter of days. Along with those two pollutants and their environmental effects, there are a lot of effects due to macroscopic pollutants. Macroscopic pollutants are bad because it attracts many diseases and animals that are known as carriers, which can destroy the water. This means that when we litter, the pieces of trash lead to a tumbling effect through the increase of invasive species and diseases in the water. The longer the water is exposed, the more likely it will be unable to sustain recreational activity or be used for drinking. Joe, do you hear that? Sounds like a PSA to me. We need to work together by taking a few seconds out of your day to think about your decisions. When it comes to garbage, littering, and recycling, we all play a part. By just doing some simple research, we can increase our recycling and decrease the amount of reusable materials that end up in landfills. If we do our part, we can make the earth healthier and leave it in better condition than we arrived. Sounds like a plan to me. I'm going to begin researching now. Joe, can you tell me the ways that scientists measure the specific levels of the specific pollutants that we've highlighted in today's episode? Sure. There's a simple way for measuring the amount of fertilizers that have affected the water quality. This can be found by testing for the alkalinity in the water that directly affects the pH and can tell you how much acidic or base the water is. This pH is found to see how much the runoff of fertilizers have affected the water quality. When testing for leaching of metals, scientists take samples of the water and run it through filters. These filters can find and help scientists understand the amount of metals that are consisted in each amount of water tested. And finally, littering of macroscopic pollutants is found by surveying amounts of land and recording the amount of materials found. These simple, unique ways help show the amount of pollutants that are found in everyday bodies of water. Sure is amazing the work they put in to help people understand the task of solving with modern-day environmental problems. That's very true, Jacob. Now, can you tell me some ways to reduce the pollutants we've been discussing so far? Sure thing. First off, when reducing fertilizers, we need to find a common and environmentally aware replacement. When agricultural practices are used, thousands of fertilizers are thrown onto the crops to help them produce faster. However, these fertilizers are very damaging to our water quality. By introducing new ways to grow crops without the use of fertilizers would be a tremendous way to reduce these pollutants. A common replacement could be bone meal which is found to be less harmful to our environment compared to fertilizer. For the legion of heavy metals, we need to educate ourselves when it comes to the recycling of these materials. This goes for the exact same with the macroscopic pollutants. As long as we educate people on how to reduce littering of heavy metals and macroscopic pollutants, we can reduce the amount of leaching and littering that is found in our ecosystems. This simple procedures will help reduce the amount of pollutants in our environment.
That was really well explained, Jacob. Now we are coming down to the very end of our podcast with just one more question left. So, Joe, the question is, what are some laws that govern water quality? That sure is an excellent question, Jacob. Now, there are many open laws that govern water quality, but there are two that stand out to me. The first is the Safe Drinking Water Act. This act only allows water that meets health code regulations to be released into the public. This means that any water that doesn't pass code is sent back to be examined or tested to improve its quality. This ensures that the best water is available to the public. Another law that governs water quality is the Clean Water Act. This law is in place to protect surface water that is used to produce fresh water. This act is important because without it, pollution could find its way into these areas and destroy the water quality that it once had. Very well put, Joe. I couldn't have explained it any better. I appreciate that. Now, Jacob, can you help the listeners recap what we talked about today in our podcast? That's all we have today for Quality Time Podcast. I'm Joe. And I'm Jacob. And we're glad that you could join us today.